Good morning. Welcome to Daily Exhortations. Uh, today we're taking a little detour. This, uh, this devotion that I wrote in my journal was uh, attached to my devotion in Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 32. But we're going to come back to that text um, tomorrow for tomorrow's devotion. But today I wanted to share a meditation, um, some thoughts that I wrote down as I watched a, a video. It's called The Secret of the Vine. And the video is based on John chapter number 15. I've provided a link for you in the uh, description. If you're interested in watching this, I think it would be helpful, beneficial to you. Um, basically, it takes this analogy from John 15 of Jesus being the vine and us being the branches. And it's a, a parable or an allegory describing our relationship to the vine and, and how those things, how that relationship develops and works and um, it's based on biblical truth, but it's also based on ideas that come from how vines are taken care of and how they get their sustenance and the dangers that they face and draws an application to our lives. But the main takeaway from this entire passage is going to be that these three words in verse number four, where Jesus says, abide in me. It's the, the whole concept here is about abiding in Jesus Christ. But I'm going to go ahead and read the first few verses of this chapter just to get some background. And then I'm, I'm going to share my meditation that I had as I, as I watched this video and thought through this passage. Uh, verse 1 says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue it ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. And we'll stop with verse number 10 there. But this, this is the famous passage of Jesus' command to abide in him. But he's, he uses this illustration again of the vine and the branches. And the branches are what bring forth fruit, right? That's where you get the grapes from the grapevine. They come off of the little branches that come off of the, the central vine. But if those branches are cut off, they, are, um, they aren't uh, healthy. There's a nick in them to where they're not getting their sustenance from the vine, then they're not going to provide the grapes, the fruit that they ought to. And so Jesus is teaching here that if you abide in me and I in you, you will bear fruit. Um, and that the idea of what that fruit is, it takes on many different aspects. Um, I think the fruit implies many different things in the Bible. It implies holiness uh, change in our life where God makes uh, changes us and makes us in his image that's fruit I think it also applies to seeing souls saved that is fruit um, but in the context here fruit seems to be more dealing with 
answered prayer because he says in the in the verse right before talking about uh, bearing fruit he says if you abide in me and my words abide in you you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you so that answered prayer is the fruit of our abiding in Christ but so I just wanted to share some of my thoughts and meditations on this and I, I formed this as just a list of five different points that I that I thought about as I was going through the video the video branched off into okay this is how a vine dresser takes care of the vine and the branches these are the threats that kill the branches and cause them not to bear fruit and it and it uses that illustration to broaden a little bit of in more detail what this is talking about but one of the first points that I put on here is when the branch is first grafted in if you connect this with the idea of Romans 9, 10, and 11, um, you'll see that we are grafted into Christ as Gentile believers specifically in that context. We are grafted into Christ. The church is grafted in. But the husbandman, the vine dresser, which is God the Father here, does not allow it to bear fruit for the first three years because it cannot handle the weight and from this I derive the idea of that sometimes God delays fruit bearing. He doesn't necessarily allow us to bear all the fruit that we want to bear immediately because we're not ready for it. We're not able to handle all of that fruit. With the, with the branch that's been grafted in, it has to have time to settle, to get stronger, so that when it bears that fruit, it can handle the weight of that fruit. So God sometimes delays fruit. Um, and then I, I wrote down a thought related to that. Sometimes I feel like I have to produce large amounts of fruit in order to hear God say, well done. But to be honest, I'm not the one producing the fruit. It's the vine producing it in me. So all I have to do is make sure I'm abiding and obeying and doing what God wants of me and trust him to produce the fruit in me and then just accept that whatever he's granted me is what he desires for my life as long as I am abiding in him and his words are abiding in me. There is also a type of fruit that can come from not abiding in Christ. You can bear fruit by walking in the flesh, but that fruit is called wild fruit. It is wild grapes. I believe that's even talked about later on in, in the text here. But they produce wild grapes, not, not the, the type of fruits that's supposed to be produced. And so it is possible for even preachers and ministries to seem like they're succeeding. They're doing great things for God. But it's not God's fruit. It's wild fruit. It's fruit that comes from walking in the flesh. I think many times, especially in our day, these megachurches, that's, that's what they have, is they're producing a wild fruit, a fruit that doesn't come from an abiding relationship in Christ, but comes from fleshly means. They're able to draw crowds through their own, through their entertainment and through their activities and, and the exciting atmosphere of the church, but that's not true fruit. That is fleshly fruit, is wild fruit, is wild grapes. Also, when you graft a branch into the vine, there needs to be a time of healing, right? Because it doesn't, it doesn't naturally go in that vine. It was cut off from something else. 
And so that branch needs to heal from the pain of, of being cut off and then being grafted in. So there is oftentimes a time of healing in when we first start abiding in Christ. Um, also, notice here that he says, uh, let me see if I can find it. Verse 7, and I've quoted this verse often because I think the truth here is so important. But he says in verse 7, If ye abide in me and my words abide in you. Okay, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you. I think those two phrases right there are showing that there is a relationship between God's word and us abiding in him. God's words have to abide in him. And notice it doesn't say, if you abide in my words. Meaning, if you're constantly reading your Bible... That's not quite enough for his words to be abiding in you. The, the words have to abide in you, not you abiding in the words. And, and that distinction is not arbitrary. Okay? It, it, it is very important because you can read and get nothing. You can read and just do it and not pay attention to it. You can read out of obligation. But the, the key here is God's words have to make it into your heart. They have to make it into your life. And so if you're, if you're just reading the word, you're not abiding in Christ. You need to get his word into your heart. And I believe that happens through memorization and meditation and application of the word of God to our lives. There's more in our responsibility to God's word than just reading it. That's the place to start, but it is only the place to start. And so if we want to abide in Christ, his words have to find a home in our heart. They need to settle into our heart to where when we are tempted, his words naturally come to our mind. When we are tested and we're going through dark times in our lives, those words are what come to our mind in that moment that we need the encouragement from the Lord because they have found a home in our heart. They are, they are naturally there. And in the moments... When we need them, they come out. So we, we abide in Christ relationally and relationally to his word, not just uh, out of duty or obligation. And so if we want to abide in Christ, if we want to produce fruit, we have to abide in the vine. We have to find our home in the vine. We have to find, be relationally connected to him every single day. Is it, is it good if the vine decides one day he's going to just uh, disconnect from the vine and tomorrow he'll get reconnected tomorrow? It's all right tomorrow. We'll take care of that tomorrow. But today I'm going to be disconnected from the vine. No, what's going to happen to the branch? It's going to die. In fact, here he says that every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And then he talks about branches that are cast off and they're gathered up and they're, and they're burned. Okay. There's danger in not abiding in Christ. And even letting a day go by where we're not abiding in him is dangerous. We cannot bear fruit. We will die on the vine. No pun intended there, but we will die on the vine. And so it is imperative that we abide in Christ relationally. We are connected to him in a, in a personal relationship with him every single day. This isn't implying that you're going to lose your salvation. We could exegete the rest of the passage. I'm not going to do that. That's not the point of this devotion today. But the point is this, is 
we need to be connected to Jesus Christ. We need to have his words abiding in our heart if we are ever going to see fruit in our lives. Hope you have a great day. God bless.